Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two. And I'm so glad you listening friends are coming along with me each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. I've sort of taken a hiatus since May from doing podcasting as our family has gone through some transitions of moving and the Sabbath has been good. So today I'm eager to jump back into podcasting and I'm joined with my friend Sarah who has an amazing testimony and I'd love for you to hear her story. How are you doing, Sarah? I am very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to see you again. After so many years, we met in another state at church, and it's been really neat to keep up with you on social media and see what God is doing in your life personally and in the life of your family as well. So give us some of your backstory so our listeners can get to know you a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I, my name's Sarah. I'm from Texas. I met my husband when we were in high school in high school band and uh, as a teenager my i was in a lot of pain during my cycles and i went to the doctor and the doctor told me that uh after i had to have surgery and i had severe endometriosis and ovarian cysts and told me that the placement of my uterus with all the other stuff going on i would likely never be able to have children and that was one thing that I always wanted to do in life was to be a mother. And so I was devastated. And uh, he said that even if you were to get pregnant, you likely won't carry to full term. And so fast forward uh, in college, I was going through nursing school and I got really sick. And it turned out I had Crohn's disease. That was 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, praise the Lord. He has given me mercy and protected my body. I've never needed surgery. I've now two years under control with diet and no treatment. Uh, my husband and I got married and we got pregnant. And with our first, we kept expecting the doctor to at some point tell us that something was wrong with the baby because that's what the first doctor told me that we wouldn't be able to carry to full term. Well, I got all the way to 40 weeks and the doctor said, well, if she doesn't move by 41, then I'm taking her out. Mm. And so sure enough, 41 weeks, she didn't budge and I was induced and she came out perfect and healthy. And at that point, I realized that I had put all of my trust in man and what man had to say about my health. And I learned to really what it really meant to put my trust and the Lord. And right before we got married, it's actually when I was truly saved. So my testimony goes way back. Uh, well, now 10 years, but um, we went through a lot before we got married. And I was at a low, low point in my life. And actually, I'll, I'll just tell my testimony, if you don't mind my actual what yes. how I got to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I made some decisions in life that led me to almost destroy every relationship in my, in my life. So my parents, my siblings, my fiance, and, uh, to the point my fiance almost called off the wedding and, um, I, I was having super depression and, um, in my, in my absolute darkness, when I was contemplating the final details of how I would take my life, 
is when the Lord revealed himself to me. Mm. And he truly shined so much light in the darkness that I knew without a doubt that there was a one true God, that he was real, that it wasn't just something that you hear about in church. He wasn't something that you read in a book. He was the real deal. He was, he's my savior. He Mm. saved my life and uh, praise the Lord. My life immediately turned around. I called my fiance and I said, I need to talk to you. I need to tell you what just happened. And he said, no, I'm, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I said, please just hear me out. Hear this one thing that I have to, uh, I need to tell you what happened and just give me a minute. And if you just give me 10 minutes and hear what I have to say, I will, I'll respect you and, and, and walk away. And so I shared with him what happened and he could see the Lord shining through me. And at that point he felt led to ask me to marry him again. And a few months later we got married Mm -hmm. and that was, it changed my, my whole life. And it's been wonderful. The Lord has blessed me exceedingly. And, and uh, to, to finish out the testimony, I have been pregnant now seven times. I'm currently pregnant, eight weeks pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I have, uh, (laughs) I have four living children and two in the, in the arms of the Lord in Mm -hmm. heaven. Oh, what a sweet testimony. And, you know, uh, earlier we were kind of texting back and forth and, and I, uh, have just been impressed with the thought of the pain that we go through in life is never wasted. God takes us through some very difficult things or he allows difficult things to go on in our life to bring us to himself. And like you said, God revealed himself to you in a very personal way uh, when you are at your lowest, you know, and I know there's listeners out there who perhaps they've contemplated taking their own life. Perhaps they've contemplated, you know, just giving up on church or turning their back on the Lord and whatever situation and God uses that hurt in our lives. It's all right to hurt. Um, I think when we hurt from injuries, whether those are self-inflicted or, whether someone else has injured us, we feel pain when we're injured, right? When we're hurt. And that pain, though, um, it helps us in the healing process. And when we're on the other side of being healed from whatever, you know, went on in our life, we can look back and that pain is, we appreciate it so much more because we realize God has helped us. He has healed us from something that's been very traumatic in our life. God has used your story to already get it into the hands of other people. You have collaborated in two different books. So one of the books I'm holding in my hand right now, it's called Finding Strength in Unexpected Pregnancy, Stories from Women Who Have Been There. And there's probably, what, 15 or 16 other ladies that have shared their story along with yours. Yes. So tell us more about that book as well as the one that just recently came out. So a few years ago, I joined a um, work from home business program on Facebook and from a lady who is very successful in the entrepreneur world. And I met a significant amount of people in this group. And part of the ladies that are in this group are uh, one of them. Her name's Megan. She Megan Larson. She's in Canada. And she actually 
created a program to teach you how to write books and how to, what the process is, how to upload it, how to get your name up, what programs to use, help you format, how to select editors, everything, all the details. And within her group, there was another lady named Casia. And Casia started to do this Finding Strength and Unexpected Pregnancy collaboration. And inside Megan's group, she she actually did her own collaboration and then taught about how what she did to make it successful. So Casia took those concepts and, and pulled out the idea to do her own collaboration. And so this book is full of stories. Like mine, I wrote about Isaac, who was our ectopic pregnancy from 2019, and how the Lord carried me through that experience and how his hand was in every single step. When I was nine weeks pregnant, I found out he was in my tube and the doctor said, it's a miracle that your tube has not, has not exploded. And he saved, but by God's grace, he saved me, my my life. And unfortunately our baby was taken to heaven. And that was a, a very traumatic experience, but the Lord led me to, to write about that experience because I'm not the only one in the world, mm-hmm. obviously, who has gone through an ectopic. And I wanted my story to what I went through, the pain I went through to help comfort someone else and how yeah. I healed from that experience. Then uh, fast forward um, another year, another friend of mine who I was very, who I'm very close with opened up three book collaboration and I chose to actually be in two of hers. So two of our books were just released in September of 2022. And one of the books is called Courage, Dear Heart. And in that story, I chose to write about a canoe race I did with my dad in 2014, with my dad and my sister. And we had to talk about how we had to have the courage to go through this race because it was 260 miles through Texas on the river. There's a lot of rules to it. You have to do certain things. You have t- uh, checkpoints. And if you don't make the checkpoints, you get disqualified. You're facing a number amount of a ridiculous number of insects, snakes, wow. alligator guards, alligators. And it's very, <laughs> and at some point you are exhausted and you start hallucinating and you have to mm-hmm. Just keep going. And so I wrote my story that it's similar to the, the the path we have on life is that you just have to stay in the boat. You just have to keep going and know that you are going to get to the finish line. You just have to have the, the courage. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote about that. And I also at the book release in Waco, Texas, I was asked to read my chapter, the, my particular chapter to a group of students in a local middle school and that was such a pleasure and joy and they asked 10 minutes worth of questions on my experience as an author how I came about my story how I wrote my story and it was it was very humbling and then the other book that I was a part of was on on earth as it is in heaven and in that book it's a group of stories about what we see us doing in the future to help the, improve the world. And so I wrote my story on how the Lord has given me a vision on property that we're going to have and trees that are going to have a number amount of vegetable fruits and a garden with vegetables and um, a recovery house for families who need help from 
drugs or alcohol or domestic abuse. And it's going to have a little school and trade schools. And I, I have this huge vision. It's a huge vision. And I don't see all the details leading up to the point, but I can see it happening. And I trust that the Lord is going to provide what I need to get us to that point. And so I wrote about that. And uh, it's quite extravagant dream, but it's also a vision that the Lord has provided me. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the, fru- the fruition one day from that vision. Oh, yes. And wow, just to uh, hear you talk about that passion that God has put on your heart to have this land and not for your own gain, but really for God's glory and the benefit of other people having the recovery house, uh, just the idea of planting and gardening. There's so many similarities to life. Absolutely. The story about your canoe trip and how yeah, just that life experience has given you boldness and courage to go through this marathon of life that God takes us through. So you've really been a part of three books in collaboration, but you also wrote your own book, right? A book for children. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. I wrote a, I designed a book for children. It's geared towards pre-K and kinder, where they're learning how to write their letters, they're learning about shapes and how to really have the penmanship. So I, on each letter, they learn about an animal. So A is for alligator. And then I have a sentence where you copy, Abigail likes alligators. Mm -hmm. And every single letter has three different sentences. It has a puzzle on each letter. At the end of the book, you learn about... There's a glossary about each animal in the book. And so you get to learn about each animal, not just trace it and color it, but it's also the history of where alligators come from or where the yukapi comes from or where the elephant lives and what kind of food they eat. And the, in a fox, in the, and for foxes, what it's called for a group of foxes and for a baby goat being called a kid. And so all of these random facts are in this glossary and there's a huge map in the back where you can see, oh, they're from South Africa. That's where that animal is from. And so you can see the connection there. So um, I'm actually working on a cursive version of that as well as a Spanish version of that oh, wow. to teach Spanish to beginners. Yeah. Very cool. Well, in the show notes, I want to put the link to all of these books, how the listeners can purchase copies of your books. And, uh, and then if there is a Facebook page or if you have, do you have a website or how can listeners get in touch with you? Maybe your testimony has resonated with them in some way. Maybe they would like to hear more about the good news of Jesus Christ. Like, how did you come to know Jesus as your savior? So is there a way that listeners can connect with you? Yes, I have a website and I can share it with you or you can share it with your listeners. And otherwise, it is Sarah-Gama, G-A-M-A dot com is my website. And on there, I have all my social media links. I also have my email and I don't remember if I have my phone number, but if I do, you're welcome to message me in any, any of those forms. I would be happy to 
connect with anybody that would love to know more about what I am sharing about the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ and would be happy to talk about anything that is on your heart. Yeah, awesome. Well, you know, as I was thinking about the children God has placed in your family, adding children into any family can be challenging, right? Um, as our families grow. But how have you seen the Lord bless yes. your choices of choosing life for your children? I have seen the Lord's hand in our lives by simply providing children, healthy children. All of my children have been born past 40 weeks. Hmm. And to be able to sit here and talk about the glory of God delivering my living children past the time the doc that man said was impossible has been quite an honor to see how God works in our lives, but also raising our children to be essentially, you know, children of the Lord's army Mm -hmm. and being prepared for whatever the Lord has for us in our life and being able to show his life through us and everything that we do, we tend to have a weekly conversation with our children and how to direct them and how they're using their words. For example, our oldest yesterday, we learned, talked to a friend of hers very aggressively, and she was just trying to express her emotions. But by doing the way, doing it the way she did, she actually hurt her friend and was making, making her friend cry. Mm. And so we had to redirect and say, no, that's not how we talk to our friends. This is not how we show the love of Christ. This is, this is how we do it. This, I need you to write an apology letter and I need you to express your forget your, your plead for forgiveness to them because that's not what Christ would want us to do. So let's do this instead. And so. Being able to redirect them and gear them into the straight and narrow has been a challenge, but also to get them to help me, you know, learn how to do daily work, the dishes, the laundry, the cleaning, the, um, you know, you take a book out or a toy out, you need to put it back. Those are everyday challenges. And sometimes I feel like I'm an uphill battle and it gets very frustrating. And, and then the Lord comes to me and humbles me and says, but you have children to wash dishes after you have children to wash clothes after you have a house to clean. This is all things that I redirect even myself to see where God's hand is in our life and be thankful for the, where we are instead of griping about something that, Oh, I wish this was like this instead situations that we go through in life, um, it really makes us be a help to our children as well. You know, just that life application of God's word and your canoe trip, right? That comes back into play, (laughs) doing those hard things or things that you don't want to do and just finding joy in that moment. Well, children like to play parents against each other. So how do you and your husband maintain a strong bond between one another and yet find that balance to include your children? Well, my husband and I tend to, we talk about everything with one another. We don't say things like, well, I won't tell your dad this time, but da, 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 da. I don't say anything like that. I said, no, you know that I talked to daddy and daddy and I are going to talk about this. So we're going to talk to you together in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so we together 
we talk to our children and and that way they know we're we're on the same page of, of what we're what we're expecting of them in this situation for our daughter yesterday we sat down and just talked to her and had the other kids playing in the other room so we would so she would understand that we wanted to give her that opportunity to have that one-on-one but we also when the kids are griping at one another we ask them okay well if so-and-so did this to you how would you feel Mm -hmm. why would it feel so nice okay so why are we doing that to someone we love we don't do that and so we my husband and I tag team and we're we we do our best to stay on the same page on majority of things on everything and that way the kids don't have have any confusion of oh well mom's the easier one I'll just go to her right no mommy Mm -hmm. and daddy are on the same page communication is very important yeah absolutely that unity um just letting your children know hey uh i will communicate this with daddy or or mommy i think that gives them uh security right because they know hey i i can't play one against the other but they're going to be on a unified front uh whether they like it or not but it really gives them that safety in in the home so that's excellent Well, Sarah, it has truly been a delight to talk with you. And again, if our listeners want to reach out to you, maybe, um, you know, how did you find healing from Crohn's disease or just the difficulties that you went through with your pregnancy or just your testimony, how you came to know the Lord as Savior? All of those links I will put in the show notes. And, uh, you know, as you were sharing your testimony, I thought of the verse Psalm 34. 19 and it says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivereth him or her out of them all and you have gone through so much in your life as a young person and even now currently as an adult so i thank you for sharing your testimony do you have any closing comments before we sign off yes actually uh thank you shelly for having me i really appreciate this opportunity but i also wanted to share an upcoming project i have of my own where I'm running my own collaboration and it's actually going to be about mothers that are mourning the loss of children that they didn't meet. Mm -hmm. And so this is for moms who are barren, who have had a miscarriage an ectopic or even an abortion and later regretted the action. It's just the mourning of the children we never met on life on earth. So the, I'm, I'm working on that at the moment in collecting authors for that. So in the future, at some point when the Lord has the right timing, we will have that ready for the public. And Lord willing, he will use it to help many, many women around the world to help oh them in their journey that we have on this world. Yeah, that's awesome. And that is a huge need. There's so many women that kind of stuff those feelings, you know, in hiding. They don't want to bring them forth. They don't want to um, be vulnerable with those emotions that are very tender. And so, um, yeah, you are living, you know, out um, just some of those emotions and and yet God's using that, um, you know, in your life. And I pray for the authors, the ones that you're going to collaborate with, that that book will come to fruition, as well as the 
farm and, um, you know, just that desire that you have to help other people that are in need. So maybe there's a listener out and you want to get on board with Sarah and her husband and family, then reach out to them. Um, I know an endeavor like that is not cheap. And so maybe there's a listener. They're like, hey, I've got the money that I can back that up or, you know, support it in some other way. So God is amazing. And he just uses humble hearts to do his his will for his glory. So it's been a joy to see you today. And I look forward to keeping in touch in the future as well. Yes, thank you so much. It's great to see you. You too. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. May God bless you. Bye, y'all.